The number one goal of fantasy football is to win. Yet it looks like fantasy drafters have overlooked a clear winning strategy. I've drafted 50 times so far, and I'm surprised by this. There is a clear early round strategy that not a lot of people are implementing, but you can take advantage of. I am going to show you how I draft the first six rounds and explain the strategies that I am looking for during these rounds to get an edge. I was lucky enough to get the third pick. The top two running backs on my board, Jonathan Taylor and McCaffrey went. I went ahead and got Justin Jefferson. I took him ahead of Cooper Cup. It's a coin flip for me. So now I have a wide receiver. My goal with these first six picks, those first six picks are the early rounds, is to acquire at least three and ideally four wide receivers during that time. And the big reason why is we rarely find league winning wide receivers in round seven through 10. A study by the late round QB, JJ Zacharyson, discovered the following. There has only been three wide receivers in round seven through 10 since 2010 that have been a league winner, finishing top 12 overall. Now, meanwhile, there's been a couple of dozen running backs in that range that have been able to finish top 12. So in that range of seven, through 10 is where I want my running backs so that means I'm going to load up early and get elite wide receivers and you can see my rankings right now they're free in the description if you want to use them I've already secured one elite wide receiver the goal now is to get a running back with this second pick but not just any running back a running back that would make my lineup very unique if you're playing in a season-long league you just take the next best available running back based on my rankings if you're playing in a tournament like this one where there's two million dollars to first place best ball mania ten million dollars in total prizes you need to get unique you need to have a lineup that nobody else has so that when you're lineup hits it's passing everyone so i'm three picks away right now and these are the running backs that i'm looking at alvin kamara and leonard Fournette are the main guys that i want to be targeting they are by far my best available you can see there's a massive teardrop down then to james connor who i'm also fine taking though if these guys were to go so back-to-back -back receivers go so with my second pick now i have the options of these wide receivers mike evans aj brown honestly these wide receivers i like mike evans a lot i'm gonna go with leonard Fournette here somebody who i think is fantastic somebody who i believe the combination now of leonard Fournette and a Justin Jefferson is a rare combo. Maybe people have Cooper Cup and Fournette, but not Jefferson and Fournette. And as you can see, based on my rankings, I view Fournette as a borderline top five back. I mean, Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara are the guys I have ahead of him at four and five. They have some legal issues that look like they're going to get pushed back past this season, but you never know. Fournette's right there at RB6, and I just got him as like the 12th back off the board. So I'm on the clock again now, and my goal is to get wide receivers. So I'm here, and I'm looking at a wide receiver that I absolutely love, and that is going to be Michael Pittman. So this strategy of getting four wide receivers with my first six picks, securing either the next two picks in there to make up those first six four receivers maybe two running backs four receivers a running back and ideally an elite quarterback with those first six picks as the first quarterback goes off the board here in Josh Allen but I get Michael Pittman so now I'm feeling really good Pittman is a top 12 wide receiver for me based on my rankings there was a lot of other wide receivers that went ahead of him in this draft that I don't agree with like an AJ Brown like a Debo Samuel like a Jalen Waddle these are guys that I would much rather have Michael Pittman over who has no target competition just got an upgrade of Matt Ryan Pittman was fantastic last year we're dealing with Carson Wentz and Ryan by all accounts basically every metric and every metric that I found was better last year than Carson Wentz and a typical strategy that I see a lot of people do is maybe they start with two or three running backs I think this is a mistake because it's harder to find elite wide receivers later this year this year more than many past years or maybe instead they seesaw between wide receivers and running backs again the same issue is apparent here in round seven through ten who are you going to draft you don't want to be taking tight ends there maybe you get one maybe two quarterbacks in those rounds but who are you going to be drafting there because based on the last 12 years of data, you don't want to be drafting a lot of wide receivers. It's not a hard rule. Maybe you like one guy in round seven through 10, maybe two, but the data is saying that in those rounds, the wide receivers in rounds 11 through 14 are usually just as good in terms of finishing position. So I'm seven picks away now, and these are my best available. The running backs, I honestly don't really want at this point. I don't want to get my second running back right now. So it's looking like wide receiver is the move for my third pick. And then I get a quick fourth pick. Amari Cooper is here. Keenan Allen is still on the board. I mean, these are guys who are top 15 wide receivers 
for me. Lots of top 20 options still on the board for me. I'm three picks away with five of my top 20 options still left. So a couple of wide receivers that Gabe Davis goes. That's interesting if you're trying to stack up Buffalo. And I'm on the clock now. My best available is Amari Cooper. He's my best available by a decent amount. I'm going to be taking him over DK Metcalf. I believe that this not only gives me a guy that I like more. If you see my rankings right here, Amari is my number 13 total overall wide receiver. We don't yet, as of this recording, know the suspension potential of Deshaun Watson. But I take Amari Cooper there. And I think a lot of people in that situation are going to be snagging a DK Metcalf, a Allen Robinson potentially, or maybe even an elite quarterback snag a Josh Jacobs, something along those lines. We end up getting a guy that I really do like. So I think we have a very unique build here. I don't know how many people are going to have Fournette, Amari Cooper, and Justin Jefferson lineups. Probably not many, if any, at this point. I'm back on the clock now, and the wide receivers are still here. I like Brandon Cooks and Michael Thomas the most. Thomas, a little bit concerned about the injury here. So Brandon Cooks is going to be the wide receiver that I go to here for my fourth pick. He is somebody that has finished as a top 20 wide receiver in back-to-back -back seasons. He is somebody that they brought in second-round pick. John Mechie, I'm not concerned about. I actually think Nico Collins, a man they traded up for in the third round, gave up the second-most draft capital ever for a third-round pick to get Nico Collins last year. I think that he's actually going to be the second option out there. Not concerned about the tight ends. It's not the greatest offense, but a legitimate shot for a 30% target share. One of like five guys is Brandon Cooks this year. So now we can start to see how this strategy is playing out through four rounds here. I have my running back Leonard Fournette. We got him actually in the second round, who I think he might be a first round pick come August. We get Justin Jefferson, Michael Pittman, Amari Cooper, and Brandon Cooks. All four of these guys are the clear, clear cut, not even close wide receiver ones on their team. All four of these guys can easily finish in the top 10 in overall target volume by the end of the season. Nobody would be shocked. So now I have one spot left. And now that we're entering round six, a lot of different things can happen here. I can get my fifth wide receiver if an elite wide receiver is left and say, okay, I am now done with wide receiver for a while. If an elite quarterback is still on the board, most notably the main one left here, if we look at the board, the main one left in my opinion is going to be Kyler Murray. After that, I don't want anybody. I'll snag Kyler Murray here. Or if a running back that I like falls this far, I think that's a position where we can say, yes, let's go ahead and get him. And when I stated that I've drafted 50 times so far, it's best ball drafts. So it's just, I don't have to manage these teams. If you want to be drafting in this, there's $2 million to first, $10 million on underdog. You can check out the link in the description. If you use the code Sal, you get double your money on your first deposit. You put in 20, you get 40. You put in 50, you get $100 Wooskies. You can check it out. It's linked in the description to get that lovely bonus and start drafting with me on underdogfantasy.com. And a lot of good things are happening since I took Brandon Cooks. A couple of running backs go that I would not have had interest in. Chris Godwin, who I don't have any interest in. Who knows if he misses a month or two months to start the season. Guys like Juju and DK Metcalf, who I'm not that high on. Another running back who I didn't want at this point. And then some guys start to go. I like Bateman. He's a wide receiver one. I like Dallin Robinson. He's actually younger than Cooper Cup, his teammate. And he's somebody who actually finally will get to produce. And then more running backs go. So this is a good position for me. The running backs are going, meaning that good wide receivers are going to still be on the board. People are loading up on running backs in the wrong rounds. Round six through 10, round seven through 10 is where you want these running backs. Typically, they're going to finish pretty close to where the guys in these rounds are going. Now, the guy that I really wanted with my sixth pick was an elite quarterback in Kyler Murray. He goes. The only guy who is a potential elite quarterback left on the board for me is now Jalen Hurts. And that elite ability comes from last year leading the league amongst quarterbacks and rushing, red zone rushing, rushing yards, rushing attempts, all of those beautiful things you like to see for a fantasy quarterback. The secret code, the rushing. And unfortunately, Jalen Hurts goes a couple of picks before me. There's no quarterbacks now on the board that I end up wanting to taking, right? At this point, Jalen Hurts is gone. We don't know Deshaun Watson. These quarterbacks will still be here in round 10 for the most part. The tight ends are basically all off the board. Some of these guys will be here in a few rounds. TJ Hawkinson is now gone. And then the running backs, there's not much that I like here. Like Elijah Mitchell, Miles Sanders, sure, but I can just wait two rounds and get a Chase Evans. I could just wait two rounds and get an AJ Dillon, a Kareem Hunt, a Rashad Penny, guys who look just as good in my opinion and can have just as many touches. So the board came back around to me and at this sixth pick, I say, okay, I might as well just go with another wide receiver here. I missed the boat on the quarterbacks just barely. The tight ends don't look 
that appealing and the running backs are not that great so I go with Elijah Moore who has a real chance to be his team's wide receiver one it was between Elijah Moore and Drake London Drake London the wide receiver one for Atlanta but the quarterback situation eh it's uneasy Cordell Patterson and Kyle Pitts are out there I'll take Elijah Moore who looked really good when he was healthy last year one of the better rookie wide receivers during that time round seven comes around and this is the time where I want to look for the quarterbacks and the running backs so maybe a Trey Lance or a Russell Wilson with my eighth pick with my seventh pick I took Elijah Mitchell he definitely will not be there anymore he dropped he dropped five picks past ADP his ADP was 70th I took him at pick 75 meaning that he definitely would not be there by my next pick and at this point if he's dropping five picks it's giving me a more unique lineup because in most drafts he's probably going a half a round or even a round earlier and at this point Elijah Mitchell to me is the running back one here I know they drafted a third round running back this past year I'm not too concerned about that Trey Sermon is still there when Mitchell was healthy last year 20 plus touches a game the first running back we've seen basically in five or six years with Kyle Shanahan that has been giving the full workload 70% opportunity shares when he's active this is the number one early round strategy that I have found try and find your first four to six picks to be wide receivers get a running back in there and then with that final pick depending on how good the board looks either elite quarterback maybe a snag a Kyler Murray or Jalen Hurts if he could with that six pick another running back if the board is fell to you properly or go with the fifth wide receiver we just got five wide receiver ones for teams that will definitely all see volume a strong pass catching running back in Leonard Fournette and then as we enter the mid rounds of drafts that's where the running backs quarterbacks and tight ends start to pile on for the next couple of rounds and one more thing about this strategy is you probably want to get a running back with one of your first two picks so you want to make sure you know who the best running backs are this year and this video right here is going to help you exactly with that and trust me when I say these running backs oof they're good